0: Hello, Bold Goal Crushers. I am super excited for this episode of the podcast because I have a really exciting guest that I think you all will relate to. So let me introduce you to Julie. She's a web designer and business coach. And since 2019, with her program, The Gutsy Mama Project, she has been giving moms around the world the tools they need to build, grow, and scale their own Squarespace design agencies from home. And I love this because so many women want it all. So welcome to the show, Julie. I'm so excited to have
1: you. Thank you so much for having me. I'm really excited to be here.
0: Yeah. I love your idea of being able to grow and scale your own business from home.
1: How did this come about for you? You know, it's funny. When I had my daughter, I wasn't necessarily prepared for all of the things that come with running a business and having a child. And I really had no idea what I was doing when I first had my daughter, which I think most new moms feel that way. I already had a business in place. I was already like, I had really bought into the idea of the hustle culture. Like, I don't know if you remember like five or six or seven years ago, all of the marketing was like dudes in front of, you know, private jets and like just hustle and work really hard. You could do this. So I had really fully 100% bought into that to the point where like I was returning emails while I was in labor and I was back at my desk. Oh, wow three days postpartum with what was then like a a more robust marketing company because I had employees and I had, um, you know, I had insurance that I had to pay for them and paychecks that I had to do. And so I hadn't created something in my life that, that worked as a mother and worked as, as working from home. And I, um, I remember when I had to stop it. I had my mom was watching my daughter for me. I, w- I was lucky. I was in a meeting with a client I did not like, but I needed mm-hmm. to keep, and I needed to keep happy because um I needed the money. Mm-hmm. And, and I missed my daughter rolling over for the first time, and it was brutal. Like I got my first honest, true taste of mm-hmm. what mommy guilt is. And I realized that that is not who I want to be. That is not who I can be. And so I had a a discussion with my husband. I remember it's August in Nashville. If you've ever been in Nashville in August, it's like blisteringly hot. And I remember sitting in my very hot car, no air conditioning on sobbing, you know, called my husband. I was like, something has to change. And so I made the hard decision at that time to shutter my company Mm -hmm. um, and try being a stay-at-home mom. Cause I was like, okay, that's my other option. Either I'm going to be a working mom or I'm going to be a stay-at-home mom. Yeah. I thought that those were my options. Yeah, Because they don't really tell us that we've got other options. Yeah, And no one really talks about these things with moms, right? Yeah. No one's saying, hey, by the way, it's hard. This, this stuff is really hard. And we get it. Like, everyone yeah. gets it. We're all going through the same thing right now. And so I started my business and I tried being a stay-at-home mom and it was great. At first it was like me and my baby and we're having a good time and it's play dates and, you know, baby music classes. like, okay, this is great. Yeah. But then a few months later, you know, I started to realize, okay, there are whole groups of people who don't know my name. Mm Mm-hmm. I'm Roxy's mom and I'm Jeff's wife Mm -hmm. and for my whole life I've been working since I was 16 years old running a business you know head of marketing for other companies and doing all these things and all of a sudden the awesome badass that I used to be no longer was there and if I wasn't a Julie Moe badass CEO who was I? Yeah, I was Roxy's mom and Jeff's wife, and that was it. So I had this like massive identity loss. All of a sudden, I was not bringing in any of the money into our bank accounts, which was super weird for me. Mm-hmm. Um, so I went from like mommy guilt to mommy money guilt and loss of identity. And I was rescued one day by a call from a friend of a friend. And he said, hey, um, Mike tells me you're doing something with... a." Uh, websites or something. I like the look of these Squarespace websites. I'm in Nashville. So my accent's getting a little thick. I like <laughs> look Squarespace websites. You think you can build a couple of them for my clients? I was like, yep, absolutely. Oh my goodness. Never built a Squarespace website before, but I was like, I'm smart. I'll figure it be out. that hard. I'll figure <laughs> it out. And I want the money. Mm-hmm. And I realized, Hey, I can do this. And what's really funny is like, I look back on those first websites now and man, they were terrible. <laughs> but I got paid yeah. and I made money. So I thought to myself, okay, this is something that I can do. This is something I can do and still take care of my kid. Like even still like to pick up my daughter from school every day. We have our time together and she'll tell you like, this is the best part of my whole day. Yeah. And like knowing that that's true. And I still get to work, you know, and she says, mom, she's five, almost six now. And she's like, mom, do you think you can teach me how to build websites someday? I was like, yeah, honey. Yeah, she I she probably could build can. one right now the way these kids <laughs> <Yes. have> technology. <laughs> so that's how I started building Squarespace. That's how I found, you know, myself through building websites and that's how I help moms do the same thing. Mm,
0: I love your story. And and I think so many people still ha- are buying into the hustle culture even though that's kind of that phase has passed a little and people have really talked about, you know, combating that hustle culture. But I think so many people get caught up in, and I talk about this a lot, they get caught up in the feeling of, I always have to be productive. So even if I'm not working on the most important things, as long as I'm doing a lot and checking a lot off my list, then I am successful and I am productive. And unfortunately, many times what the hustle culture has promoted is actually busy work. People aren't yeah. working on what's the most important anymore. They're just working to work. Um,
1: and, and I just and don't not really, if, yeah. And ahead. taking into account like what your real priorities are and, yeah. um, like my daughter is obviously priority. my marriage is a priority. And, you know, I kind of bought in to that idea too, where, Oh, taking care of myself Is that a priority? You know, so I think a lot of people, if they're taking care of themselves, they're not doing something. I actually had a mom say something like that to me recently, where she's like, Oh, you do that and that and that. Yeah. I'm like, Yeah, those are all things that I do for myself.
0: Yeah. Yeah. And putting
1: ourselves last was
0: always the thing. Yeah. And And I I think it's a real problem for moms these days. Yeah. And I also think one of the things that's really interesting that you talked about is that nobody's talking about the options for moms. It's either you work or you stay at home.
1: Yeah. And that's, that's it. (laughs) That's, that's all I thought that I could have. And, Mm -hmm. and no one's talking about it. No, either you put your kids in daycare and you spend all of your money on daycare. Yeah. Thousands of dollars every month on daycare. Or you, you, you stay home. Yeah. And, and those are great options. And I'm not saying that either one of those is terrible. Yeah. Because if you're a mom and you have this like wildly fulfilling com- career and it makes you happy and fulfills you in that way, and your kids are still happy and still taken care of and still fed and all these things. Yeah. Fantastic, and yeah. I know moms who love being stay-at-home moms. Like that is their thing. Their kids are not going into daycare until they're five yeah. years old, and they love it. It's their joy and wonder, and they love doing that. And that's fantastic too. It's just neither of those options worked for me, so yeah. I had to find and build another option where I didn't have mommy money guilt and I didn't have mommy guilt. So I knew yeah. there had to be a space in between, and um, yeah. I'm lucky. Like one phone call changed my life and, and i'm still i'm still friends with him and i still build websites for him so it's like okay i must be doing something right i love it and yeah. you really
0: got to keep and and reshape what your identity was absolutely and mm-hmm.
1: you know i never i always thought i was kind of creative so i get to scratch a creative itch that i never got to scratch before yeah. um and i get to do things that actually help people so it's like scratching all these really cool Mm -hmm. things for me that I never got to do before. So like, I get to be creative. I get to help people with their business. I get to help my web design clients. I get to help moms. So I like turned into something and built something that I didn't know that I needed. And I didn't know that I wanted Mm -hmm. until I really jumped in and did it.
0: Yeah. Yeah, and I think one of the cool things too is that you were able to build this new business your way. I work with a lot of clients who leave their nine to five because they want freedom. They wanna spend time with their kids. They wanna, I've heard a lot of horror stories about the carpool line, but they wanna be in the car, carpool line <laughs> and pick up their kids every day. Yeah. Yet they build a business that does not allow them that freedom. Yeah. So they're falling asleep with their laptops they're paying somebody to pick up their kids. So tell me, how did you go about making sure that when you built this new thing, you didn't end up in the same hustle culture, just in a different seat?
1: Sure. I mean, it it wasn't easy at first. Mm -hmm. Um, I set boundaries. Like if you get a proposal for me, my hours are on there and how we're going to be communicating is written in there. Like my Mm -hmm. hours are from nine to three, Monday through Friday. And I Mm -hmm. say, why? It's like, it's really important for me to keep these hours. Yeah. And really it's important because my clients just there, I'm a web designer. There are no massive web design emergencies, right? (laughs) Your site might go down, but okay, I'll fix that. But like, it's not going to be my fault. I build in Squarespace. So someone at Squarespace is going to be working on it while your site is down, which is great. Yeah. Um, And I chose a profession that doesn't require me to be up late at night. I come from the music business. I used to have to go to shows at night and, and things like that. And I don't have to do that anymore because um, it's web design. Yeah. It's not like anyone's going to be like, hey, I need this website in one day and you have to work 24 hours to make it happen. Yeah design. So you'd be like, okay, well, here's my timeline. This is what's going to happen. Please pay your deposit when you sign the contract and we'll get moving from there. Yeah. You get to set that time schedule and you get to choose who you're working with. I remember once I was on a client call, um, my daughter's home with me and I'm very open about being a mother. Like my kid sits, you know, if she's home or she's sick and I've got a client call and I can't get out of it or it's really important. You know, I let him know. I'm like, hey, my daughter might be popping on this call. You know, moms are always pop uh, moms with kids or the kids are always popping up on our coaching calls. And that's okay. Yep. But I was on yep. a call with a client. And he said, you know, there was a time when you would have been fired for having your kid on the call. And I said, I looked at him. I said, well, I would never work with someone who would feel that way about having kids because we're moms. Yeah. And you want moms. That's okay. Like yeah. you want moms to work for you. We're smart. We know what we're doing. We're great multitaskers. Um, you want us to work for you, then you better accept that. Yeah. You know, I love during COVID, there was some newscaster
0: who, you know, everybody was working from home and his son like opened the door and his door was like in the back of his zoom background. And he Mm -hmm. opened the door and announced I went poopy on the potty and then shut the door. (laughs) And it was like, he just went with it. But you know, I think about that with, with men and women, how it's so different that that would have been like, Hey, you know, that's my kid with a woman, but he went with it. But a lot of men would have been like mortified.
1: Oh, I think the other part of the other side of that coin is everyone would think, Oh, what a wonderful father he is. Yeah. Yeah. But we, as women, it's like, can't you control your child? Yeah, yeah. <laughs> like the other side of that coin is, it's adorable when it happens to a dad, True. but it is adorable yeah. when it happens to a woman. Yeah. Mm-hmm. So, um, yeah, I mean, and I think going back to your question, I think the other way that I, I kind of work motherhood in and chose this career is I choose the clients who I want to work mm-hmm. with. Yeah. Um, and you know, like I found that first one dream client, and I reverse engineered that client. Like, how did I get them? How do I find more people just like them? Yeah. Um, And so I t- I turned it into a business where I get to work with the people that I really love and the people that I don't love, I don't work with. Yeah. Yeah. Now, how do I you... Said, no.
0: You set boundaries with your clients, which I love, and you mm-hmm. decided those hours. How do you set boundaries with yourself? Because even though three o'clock rolls around and you may not be talking to a client anymore yeah, and you have a deadline coming up and you're like, oh, I, I kind of have some time tonight, nothing going on. How do you keep those commitments to yourself?
1: How do I keep those commitments to myself? I mean, <clears throat> my computer, for the most part, will stay at my desk, Like I Mm -hmm. have a, I have a dedicated space. You are looking at it, you know, on this Zoom call right now, this is my dedicated workspace. And very often my computer will stay here all weekend long. Mm -hmm. Um, You know, and that's not to say that occasionally after I I put my daughter to bed that I've got an idea or I'm having trouble sleeping, I might, my insomnia kicks in and I might not get some, I might get some work done, which is fine. Um, But for the most part, like this is my dedicated workspace the rest of my house is my dedicated life space and very rarely do the, do they meet. Yeah. Um, you know, I'm not going to be building any websites for my phone. <laughs> so, oh, wow. you know what, <laughs> if, if, yeah. if a client, it, oftentimes most client, most of my clients do not call. It's, mm-hmm. it's very much an email thing. Um, but occasionally a client will call and I just, I don't answer the phone. Yeah. And that's Okay. Yeah. It's yeah, okay. 100% okay. Yeah. And you know, I'll shoot them an email next day and be like, hey, per your call yesterday, here's what's going on. Yeah. Um, and I've never really had anyone have a massive problem with it. And I think that's kind of why web design is such a good gig for moms. Yeah. Is it's because you you can set your timeline. If you need a longer timeline with someone, you just set a longer timeline. If you're only yeah. working four hours a day, then you have a little longer timeline. Yeah um, and I find most people are, are okay with it. Not only that, nobody knows how long it takes to build a website. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Well, and, and I you know, think it, it's so dependent
0: too, on the client getting you the stuff. Yeah. Like, you know, you could probably build it a lot quicker if you had everything day one, but yeah. a lot of times it comes piecemeal or they think they want this, and then you design it, they're like, "Oh, I don't want to say that on my website anymore." <laughs> yeah.
1: Uh, yeah. I'm like, "Great. Here's my yeah. hourly rate to fix that for you. Yeah. Because that is above and beyond our agreement.
0: And I love that you are so matter of fact about your boundaries. They're not, oh, I'm really sorry, but this is, I have to charge because, you know, no, this is my hourly rate.
1: This is my hourly rate. Because here's the thing. No one would have a problem with a a dude doing that. Yep. And so there would be no problem with a man saying, these are my hours, these are my rates. And I find so oftentimes with moms, they're like, you know, I was on a coaching call with one of the moms that I work with in the Gutsy Mama project yesterday, and I was helping her rework the copy for her own website. You know, she's just about to launch her own website. And she's like, well, I don't want anyone to think down on me because I'm just a solopreneur. You know, she was, we were going back and forth between using the word I do this and we do this. I was Mm -hmm. like, well, do you have anyone working for your business? She's like, no. I'm like, then say I. Yeah. It's honest. Yeah. She's like, well, I don't want anyone looking down on me because I'm just a, a one-woman show here. I was like, would you want to work with anyone who would look work look down on you because of that? Mm-hmm. She's like, no. I was like, then say I. It's yeah. honest. It's
0: and real. then and then they won't work with you and you won't work with them and you're good to go. Yeah.
1: Exactly. Yeah. So um yeah. I think it's just a difference. I'm very matter of fact about these things. I try to teach the moms that I work with mm-hmm. to be very matter of fact, be upfront, be honest. You yeah. know, occasionally I have to cancel a meeting because my kid is sick or she's, you know, she'll fall down at school and she's got a big nod on her head and I've got to take her to the emergency room. You know what? Life happens. Yeah. Yeah. And um, people need to understand that life happens and we're mm-hmm. moms. And, and a lot of these things, when it comes to our kids, it comes down to us. Yeah. And
0: so you went from building your business where you're building websites, and then mm-hmm. now you've created this whole new thing where you help moms do the same thing or build yeah. their own thing. How did that come about?
1: Um, You know, I just... I saw the idea and there are other people who do it but there's no one who no one who's doing it specifically for mothers and being mm-hmm. a mother while working is a very different thing than being a single woman or being childless mm-hmm. and working yeah. um it it creates a different level of stress yeah. and like creating a safe space for moms were either a, like I said, their kids, they can have a, a kid on the boob on, a, on our coaching call and no one's going to look, just think twice about it. Yeah. So, there's a kid screaming in the background yesterday, a kid pulled down like a a shelf on them in the middle of the calls. So we're like, nope, we're fine. Do your yeah. thing. We'll be back. We're here when you need us. Um, And yeah. creating that safe space and community just for moms. I was like, mm-hmm. that's what we need. That's what I yeah. needed when I was getting started. And so yeah. that's why I did it.
0: I love it. And so how how do women work with you then in this? Like, how do
1: they find you? How do they, and what can they? Yeah, if you are interested in being a mom who has community, has friends, who wants to build websites and build something, even if you're a mom who's got another business and just wants to learn how to launch your own website really well, um, you can find me and more information on the Gutsy Mama Project at bagutsymama.com. Ooh, I love it.
0: So you have probably seen it all. Like what is your best story of like what's going on in the background as somebody's like trying to work or get things done? What's your best story on that one?
1: (laughs) (laughs) Um, you know, like I said, all the, all the mom stuff, like I've seen like dogs pulling kids diapers off (laughs) and like all of these things going on in the background. And I'll be like, um, uh there's something going on back there you might want to take care of that check on that (laughs) or like sometimes like I do have to have moms tell me like hey my kids in the room so I'll be like okay moms language check there's children on this call yeah (laughs) um you know just to make it suitable for children make keep all of our calls pg because occasionally it's just the moms and mom's show up just for the juice. Or like, I don't have any web design questions. I just needed to talk this out with some other moms. Ooh, um you know, or you know, if we do a wine call, I'm like, okay, everybody, grab your drink. Let's just, let's just get it all out there. Um yeah. so yeah.
0: I love it. You know, I was on a Zoom call in 2020, the pandemic. And one of the moms was telling me about her like most horrific calls and the way she had set up, I actually think the worst job during the pandemic was being a kindergarten teacher with little kids, because can you imagine (laughs) anyway? So this mom was telling me that her daughter, so she, the way she set up her zoom was that she put her kids right behind her on computers. And she had three kids all under the age of 10. And so that she could kind of see what was going on behind her while she was on Zoom calls. And one time she's on a call, she's on mute. And her daughter, a boy in the class said, "Um, I want to see your underwear. And the teacher's like, no, we're not going to see anybody's underwear. And then like, all the cameras went off. Like the teacher like acted really quickly. And then these little kids were like, no, I want to see the underwear. What kind of (laughs) underwear? Why did you turn (laughs) off the videos? She's like, I got to (laughs) go. Oh my gosh. But it was really funny. And I just think about how moms, you know, they, I, I haven't, had any uh, physical children, but I've had foster kids. But I just think about how moms are able to really be in one meeting, but think about three other meetings going on behind them and how not only incredibly difficult that is, but how
1: cool and inspiring that is. Well, I think that's why like I feel like in every like job I've ever had, what like, could would have had jobs like actual office yeah. jobs. I've always wound up being like hired for one job and doing like six jobs. Like oh, yeah. Julie, you're, oh, you're the you're our IT, IT person here. Now you're really you know, good you're at that. Here's to, another job. You're the photographer. <laughs> you're all these things. You yeah. end up doing several jobs, and I think it's just because we as women mm-hmm. are so naturally good at that. You know, yeah. you can't just have one job. Like it's, I can't, like I said, music industry for the last fifteen years. Um, in and around it. And the women are always the ones who have several jobs within the yeah. company. um, yeah. and I think we' we're just naturally good at all those things. But when you truly give yourself the time to focus and get spectacular at one thing, mm-hmm. wow, yeah, That's so great, yeah, it I love so it so great,
0: yeah, yeah. And I just love this conversation because I think you're doing so much for women to show them that they can truly, I don't want to use the term, have it all. They don't need to have it all. They can build it the way that they want it. So it is their all and everything that they've ever wanted, but they don't need to choose. They can choose to build it the way that works for
1: for them. Yeah. Like if you want to work with one client a month, great. Mm -hmm. If you want to work with five clients a month great. If you want to just make an extra $5,000 a month, great. If you want to scale an agency and have five people working for you and make $50,000 a month, great. And you can choose to do those things. Um, And I think we as women just need to tell ourselves you have a choice. Yeah. 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 I think that's so important.
0: So I love that you've started the Gutsy Mama Project. And I'll link that for everyone in the show notes so they can find out more about it and and work with you because what you're doing is so important out there. Thank you so much.
1: It's been an absolute pleasure being with you today.
0: Yeah. Well, thank you so much for being on the show. And remember, Bold Goal Crushers, you truly can crush your goals and everything that gets in the way without working double time, because it's not about working more. So let's get to it. Thank you for tuning in to the Bold Goal Crusher podcast, where we crush goals and everything that gets in the way. I always love to support my community, so feel free to text the word GOAL to 480-530-5368. Again, 480-530-5368 and the word goal. And then tell me all about your goals and dreams. Thanks for tuning in. I look forward to seeing you crush your goals this year.